Too many single people are desperate to find their soulmate. And I had lost hope too. I tried to force my destiny and still I'm single today. Thank you for tuning in, for joining us today. Today's topic is single with purpose. And I'm so glad to welcome Shelly on stage and Bernie. Welcome. And I'm looking forward to hearing your insights about being single and being in a relationship. I had planned out my life. I had a clear goal and I wanted to be married at age 30. But I have to tell you that I totally missed that goal. Yes, life sometimes is different. <laughs> and then one day I was so desperate, but that day I saw a glimpse of hope at the horizon. I went to a restaurant with friends to have dinner. And while we were talking, and a beautiful woman came to our group and she was walking with an air of quiet confidence. She was so beautiful. <laughs> and then she said to one of my friends, hey, Jessica, how are you? And it was like, oh, wow, she's joining our party. Cool. And then she said, thank you so much for inviting me. And then a bit later when we sat down for dinner, I tried to sit very close to her. And I must say I enjoyed our discussions because we had a good night. And... The more I got to know her, I just realized that she was funny. She had a fabulous sense of fashion. She was well-educated and she loved Jesus. And I said, bingo, that's it. <laughs> and, well, it's a funny story. <laughs> I believed my sad existence as a single finally, finally found an end. I was so sure that I told my friends, you know, I found my dream wife. She's amazing. And then I texted her and I was crushed. It's like, what? She texted me back, no, I don't want to date you. I don't meet strangers. Like, what? We are not strangers. We, we met at this party. Come on. I was once more crushed and I asked a lot of difficult questions because I was asking myself, am I weird? Or did I do anything wrong? Or am I wrong? And maybe like me, if you can't find that person, you're also plagued with doubt. And you start asking questions like these. Why can't I meet anyone? Or is God punishing me? Will I ever, ever meet someone? Or am I destined to stay single until the very end of my days? <laughs> so I became frustrated and I was plagued with doubt. But the question I want to ask you, what if there were a better way to live as single people? And what if we could stop surviving? So let's see how we can enjoy this particular season of our lives. And fortunately, as I turned to the Bible, I did find answers. And I realized that God does have a purpose for each one of us. And sometimes being single is part of that purpose. In other words, there is a season to be single. There is a season to be single, and that's great news. 
We read in Ecclesiastes 3.1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. What does to everything there is a season mean? Well, to everything. Everything includes your singleness. And a purpose under the heaven is to be single. So we have, this is our current purpose right now. And I realized that this purpose that God has for us as single is to thrive. And now as singles, we have a choice. We can either desperately await relief from our unmarried lives, or we can find this unique God-given purpose for this season of being single. Which one do you choose? I chose the latter. And before my attitude adjustment, I was upset and dissatisfied. And after, I became peaceful and content. So today, I will show you four smart ways to be happy, a happy single. Four smart ways. Number one. Are you ready for number one? Remember that you are not weird just because you are single. True, huh? After my encounter with that beautiful lady, I was confused, <laughs> to say the least. And I asked myself many painful questions. Why didn't she like me? Am I weird? Did I some do something wrong? And you know, as a single, I often felt weird. And we singles believe many myths or wrong beliefs that leave us confused. For instance, we hear people say that all singles are miserable because they lack an essential part, their soulmate. Have you noticed that when you hear these myths many times, you start to believe them? For instance, this myth, you are weird because you are single. I have believed it. Just because you are single, though, doesn't mean that you are a failure, someone with issues, or a person who is crazy and irresponsible. You are normal. You are amazing, and no relationship status will ever define who you are. And I would say you are even more than normal. You are extraordinary. You have jaw-dropping gifts. You have amazing dreams. And you do your very best to become a better version of yourself. So what I would like to do is, why don't you give yourself right now a round of applause? Because you are an amazing person. You are awesome. And never buy into the myth that you are weird just because you have not met your princess or your prince charming. It's a lie. It's a lie. Or this myth... Being married is better than being single. The Bible tells us that being married is good and being single is good. And none is better than the other. They're just different, period. So thank you for joining us, Shelley. And I would like to know, tell us a bit how these myths or one of the myths actually ha has confused you. So I would say the myth or belief that I had that really confused me was uh, in my culture growing up, we were to be married at a certain age. And I, of course, missed the mark. And so for me, I felt, like David said, weird. I felt maybe um, I felt not worth a lot because 
Um, in my culture, when you get married, that, that is a sign of completion. And so I felt like I was not complete. I felt unloved, um, just not worth a whole lot. And so I would say that this was one of the major myths that, that mm -hmm. I believed um, that really caused a lot of confusion and I had to work through because it, it is an untruth that I allowed to, to come into my life and believe in the keyword being untruth. Correct. Yeah, it's really an untruth. It's 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 a lie. And what about you, Bernie? You were single a long time ago. Do you still remember a myth you believed back then? Yeah, I can remember when I was a teenager, not that long ago. <laughs> um, I can remember that all of my friends, they have all girlfriends. So it was so normal and, and just me. And uh, I felt very weird. Honestly, and I was always complaining, you know, I can remember when I go, I was, hey, nobody likes me. You know, it's, all the others have girlfriends and I'm just alone. And I, I, yeah, I, I honestly believe this when I talk about myself. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, later on, I know, like you said, there was a season and uh, it was a good time as well. It's, but I need to switch my focus. Yeah, this is so true. Just because you're single, you are not weird. And here's now the second point, how to be single and happy, become whole. Your real identity comes from Christ and it comes never from your relationship status. You are a child of the most high period. When you ground your identity in Jesus, you understand that he is sufficient. And when it comes to our identity in Christ, actually the word single doesn't matter. You are a child of God. That's it. And it will never define your identity. And have you noticed that actually we singles often look for a partner to complete us? But I want to tell you that the number one is a whole number. Often we believe that the number two is the first whole number. But this is not true. The number one is already a whole number. So if you know Christ, you are complete. And by the way, sorry I have to disappoint you. If you look for another person, a flawed person to complete you, actually you will set yourself up for disappointment. Because there's no such person out there and no person will ever put, you know, this puzzle piece you're looking for, um, we'll never stick it here in, in, in your hole. No, it's only God that can com complete you. And, and I want to ask you this question, Shelley, because this is a very important one. How... Have you experienced wholeness in your singleness? Yeah, this one I learned the hard way. Um, I learned how to live a wholesome life the hard way. I was in a relationship, and I put my identity in the relationship. I put my identity in this person, and I also put my security. When you put your identity in something, you put your security, your hope, your trust, everything that you are in, in this person, in this relationship. And when we broke up, I lost everything. I lost my identity because that was my identity. And so when we broke up, I went through this very low state of depression. I was a little bit suicidal um, because I had no identity. And so for me, um, to get this wholesome wholesome life as a single, I needed to find my identity in Christ. Um, thankfully... I, I was, uh, I never gave up and God never gave up on me and I was able to find that identity and I was able to place it in God 
And because of that, I can now live a wholesome life. But identity is so important in, in placing it in the right thing. This is so awesome what you've just shared, Shelley, because yes, you find your identity in Christ and it's Christ who completes you. And this will never disappear even if circumstances changes. That's very powerful. Thank you for sharing this. Number three, how to be happy as a single is find your purpose as a single. The Bible says in Proverbs 29:18, where there is no vision, the people perish. And have you wondered if God is preventing you from finding that very special person for a reason? So we need a vision to make the shift from impatience and anxiety that comes from waiting for Mr. or Mrs. Wright to living a life filled with purpose and passion. I have no idea how long I'm going to be single. It can be another month. It can be two years. It can be 10 years. I have no idea. And you don't have an idea. It can be tomorrow that you find your Prince Charming or Princess Charming or it can be in two years. So the question is now, what do we do until then? And often, wouldn't it be easier if God told us, you know, it will be in two years, so we could just get busy and do whatever we are called to. But God doesn't operate that way. <laughs> yes, it is. So the question is now, should we be do more as a single person than just trying to find our soulmate? And the short answer is yes. The Bible presents as many uh, men and women who were single for a season and some remained unmarried their entire life. For instance, Moses, he got married at age 40 when he ran away from Pharaoh into the wastelands. Daniel apparently was single his entire life. There we had David, Joseph, and Isaac who were single for a season two. We had Anna who was a widow for a long part of her life. And we have our friend, the Apostle Paul, who probably was single his entire life or, or at least during the time he was serving the church. And all these men and women accomplished much while being single. And there was another person who was single for a season, Adam. Let's look at what we find in Genesis chapter 2. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. And now watch this. This is the ewer in the Bible. Now out of the ground, the Lord God has formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens. Come on, God, this is not the point. Like what's going on? <laughs> to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. But it's about the soulmate, isn't it? <laughs> and to the birds of the heaven and to, the, to every beast of the field. <laughs> when I read the book of Genesis, I must imagine, you know, that day when God came, he must have said, finally God is going to bring me the soulmate. No, I've been looking all day. I just couldn't find her. And then God told Adam, hey, look at these animals that come to your way. I want you to name these animals. Wow, cool, amazing task, so cool. But imagine how long this probably has taken Adam to do. Like imagine to name all insects. It's like 
a never-ending story. Probably must have taken years or even decades. I don't know. It's a crazy task. <laughs> but he was excited about it. He, he, he did it. And while observing the animal, actually he realized that each animal came in two different versions, male and female. And he was thinking probably my dream wife is somewhere in the crowd. So I will see, I will see her. But now here's the question. Why didn't God give Adam a companion right away? And what is strange, at the end of the creation, God said everything is very good. Come on, God, how can it be very good if I'm still lacking a soulmate? How can that be? But why did God give Adam this monumental task to name all the animals alone without Eve? I think God may have wanted to show us that he has an order for things. And I think that singles, we singles have responsibilities and missions from God too. Because what is interesting is once Adam accomplished the mission, then his life changed. So God wants you to fill your single season with a purpose. He dreams that you go all in with your talents, with your finances, with your time, with your freedom as a single and make this world a better world and lead people to Jesus. Following the example of Adam. So, Shelly, how do you make the most out of your single season? How do I make the most out of my single season? Okay, so I would have been one that kind of waited around for love. Um, I had a lot of random jobs and I stayed close to home and I kind of did what everybody else did um, because it worked for them. So surely it would work for me. Um, but it wasn't until uh, maybe five, ten years ago, God really started revealing to me how he wants me to start living my adventure now. I was waiting for a husband to complete me so that we could have adventures together. We could do ministry together. We could do all sorts of things like this. But God started revealing to me that he wants me to have adventure now. He wants me to do ministry now. And so I had to focus on my calling instead of my love life. I had to focus more on what God wanted for my life. He wants us to have he wants us to have a calling. He wants us to listen to his calling first um, before we try to add more things into it. So for me, how I live life, my life to the fullest and, and get the most out of my single season, it's by going after God's heart mm -hmm. and by trying to um, listen to my calling that he has placed on my life. Wow, this is really amazing. You found your purpose, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I can, I can do tell. ministry and adventure. Yes. <laughs> and this is exactly the advantage of your singleness because you have so much time and freedom actually to live that. It, probably in a, in a very special way as a single person. So we have seen that you are not weird just because you're single. And you become happy as a single when you find your identity in God. And as Shelley just mentioned, if you find your purpose as a single person... This is also a way to become happy and fulfilled as a single person. So now the question is, and that's also why we have Bernie here on stage, because 
singleness might just be a season and sooner or later probably most of you are going to move on to the next season. And this also happened to Adam and now here we read the, the, the rest of the story in Genesis 2, 21 to 22. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. Oh, wow, what a conclusion. <laughs> Actually, it was already clear before naming the animals. But yes, it's, said, it's stated again, yes, true. So the Lord God caused deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And then you read that Adam was so excited. He's like, finally, finally I met the woman I had been looking for all my life. So now, Bernie, tell us a bit. Actually, there are many singles watching and they want to know what should we look for when, you know, in a, in a, in a soulmate? What actually is important? Yeah, that's a tough question, honestly. <laughs> I just need to go a little bit back because you said actually uh, what, what I really like is what you said, find your identity. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a single, of course, when I believed, when, I, when Jesus found me. And um, it was so important for me to be alone, honestly, to find my identity. It was the best time I had to find my identity. And I can remember at this time that I also prayed, God, make me ready for my wife, my future wife. So I know it's... Um, it's, uh, it's, you know, it, I, I met a lot of nice girls and, uh, as well. And, and some, some of them, I thought, yeah, maybe could she be the one or maybe her? And, and for me, it was the most very important thing that was unquestioned. was we, sh we need to have the same foundation, which is God, which is Jesus. That was absolutely clear. And uh, I also found this uh, girl... And a lady, and um, I just talk to her and, and, and see what is her vision. What does she want to go? And then the one said, oh, I want to go for, to a mission to Africa. I said, oh, okay, now, this is, I can't, this is impossible. Uh, mission, okay, but Af yeah, it's, it's not my, it was not my vision. And I think like you said as well, the vision is also very important. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, it, it's, I think also you feel it, kind of, you feel could this be someone? And then it's always, you know, you have to work to, to find each other. So the attributes, are, it's, it's very tricky. I think it it's also belongs about yourself. What is your vision for your life? It's very important. But like I said, the foundation for me was clear. Then we have to believe in Jesus. Then anything else we can work on. But you also uh, feel it so many times. And yeah. So what I hear, Bernie, it's, it's all about values uh, to build this foundation to stand on this common ground yes for me it was very important and um i yeah i i can and also asking god actually there was a very big task and i asked one time about over one lady and god says i ask him is this an option you know could it could this be an option and he said yes but it's the most difficult you can choose and uh, i did not and now let's assume that either Shelley or I, we meet that person. And can you give us some advice, actually, how we should get to know that person? Oh, yeah, they got so many <laughs> different <laughs> ways. I think all of us are a little bit creative. And um, I think it's very important if you know who you are, 
uh, then it's very important uh, that you just be yourself. I can remember the first time I met my wife, Claudia, that uh, I, I, I told her all of my secrets, kind of, uh, and I just laid open, uh, like an open book for her. And she, later on, she told me, she, it was actually very weird, that, but she really liked it because she see that I am real and she can trust me. And, uh, you know, how to find a lady? It's, uh, I went to all different kind of uh, evangelists, uh, parties, whatever, to the churches, looking around, you know. It's being creative, of course, but the most important thing is, I think, if you have to go out. You have to, you have to meet people. You have to meet and, uh, yeah, be open and be yourself. That's a very important part because I have met some singles. They got so comfortable in being single and they had their purpose and you have to make time and space to go out. Um, what about you? Do you have any preferred way to get to know that person? <laughs> Assuming it happens, shall we? You're asking the wrong person. Um, <laughs> um, because I really struggle with this, so I was getting ready to take notes when Bernie was talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just uh, ways to get to know people. I really do struggle with that. Like putting myself out there is not something I enjoy doing. Um, I've done it before and I've gotten hurt and I don't like doing it. And so um, for me, I feel like I'm, I'm going to learn a lot. So. But I have, I have to also say about this, I was very, very shy. Honestly, I was so shy. I, I, I was so shy to talk to a lady. Uh, I... I Yeah. So how I met Claudia is that I invited her to a party we made in our place. So just to come a little bit more close to her, and I invited her a little bit more times. But I, I was really, I'm, I'm uh, so I found ways how I can come more closer, and then she recognized me. But I am really a really shy person in in talking to ladies. This was really uh, also a tough time for me. But we, uh, we but are a bit in the, in the same boat because it's exactly what yeah. you shared, Shelley. It's it's my case too, and I had to learn it. I was I used to be very shy, and I just did not know. I was not very comfortable. And at one point, you know, I'm not um, into online dating. I tried it, but it's not my thing. It's it's very good for some person, but at least what I learned is I met people. And this was very relaxing and just to say, well, I just go out for coffee and we have a good time. Whether I'm going to marry that person or not doesn't really matter at that stage. It's just important that I get up and do it. Yes, exactly. And now I know there are also um, many people watching there who are in a relationship, who, are, who have been married for a long time. Bernie, can you give us or can you actually give those people advice how they can encourage single and help them to become happy i think first of all it's very important that we try to understand them because we were all in the same pace once in the, in a lifetime so we we know we can we can relate a little bit and we know how it feel and uh, what we like to do is for example christmas is a good time and we all have our table and we have free spaces there And we always want to invite single persons. So people who, who know like, they have no friends, maybe they are now here in mission, they have no family. Mm -hmm. So we try to invite them and just to have a good time together. Um, I think spend time with them and, and see that they are not somewhere cast out because I have my family, you know, I'm already busy. But also be open for them, invite them and let them, let them just be close to you and, and uh, just love them, of course. I love that. I love that because we single people, we need a community. We need people around. 
And this is so such a game changer. So thank you so much for doing that. And I believe that if you are a couple, if you're a family and can include singles, you will change the lives of a lot of singles because believe me, there are so many singles out there who are lonely, who feel lonely, and you can make a difference. Is there any last advice, Shelly or Bernie, you want to give to the singles out there listening? Don't give up. Don't give up. I That's love it. That's what I was going to say. Don't give up. You're not weird. You're not alone. This is very good advice. Yeah, don't give up. You are not weird. And I also want to say one last thing is you should not give up your desire to get married. Not at all. But we should never let it become an idol or, or our sole focus. And that's how we become desperate. If we focus exclusively on our dream to getting married, we will miss out on, on God's plan for our lives and all the advantages of this very special season of our lives, the single season. You know, by trusting his perfect plan for our life, we will reap the rewards he has in store. And if you are willing to let go, God can lead you to places you have never, never, ever imagined. And I used to be desperate. I used to try to find that relationship. And then at one point, God challenged me and said, let go, let go let go and I was like no this is not I want to get married I want to get married I cannot get let go and I came to that point where I did let go and you know the funny thing is my desire to get married has never disappeared and I still want to get married and I still want to make time and space for a future relationship and at the same time I told God you know if for whatever reason this is not your plan, I'm okay with it. I'm not just kind of okay with it, I am okay with it. And this is what I wish for you, that you can let go, but at the same time, make time and space for a relationship and that you can enjoy this very special season. Because, you know, you can be happy and fulfilled as a single. So don't waste another time being miserable and desperate. Don't waste another second. Don't waste another minute. You can do that now. Instead, start your journey today. And make this time, this single season, one of the most exciting, one of the most fulfilling times of your life. I want to pray for you now and I want to pray that God will make this miracle in your heart and change whatever needs to be changed. Let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, that we find our true identity in you. Thank you, Jesus, that you give us a purpose to fill you our life with meaning and we are just not destined or doomed to stay alone and just doing nothing or getting busy or doing getting busy no you have a purpose you have amazing plans for our life as singles and and you can use that to make such a big difference thank you for the freedom you give us thank you for the resources you give us thank you for the joy you give us thank you for this vision you give us and i pray for every single season who is a uh, single 
every single who is listening now that they would experience that miracle that they would be able to let go and at the same time just whenever that person appears that they would be able to make time and space for a relationship and while they're waiting I pray that that they will be able to wait in peace and they will never believe the lie that we are weird because you're single even if we hear that on social media even if other people are telling that even if we are hurt Lord Jesus I pray for healing now and in our hearts and I pray for a generation of singles who is happy a generation of single who thrive and I pray for a church that is united married people single people all of us together that we give you the glory and we pray this in your powerful name Jesus amen